0: TalkLine Network Radio, America's longest-running Jewish broadcast network, the voice of the Jewish community. Welcome to the podcast.
1: And now. You're listening to TalkLine with Zev Brenner, America's premier Jewish broadcast on the air since 1981. Welcome back to the program. Mom. Zev Brenner. It's an honor. It's always a privilege I have Congressman Richie Torres with us representing the Bronx, and he's... A strong supporter of the Jewish community in Israel. So thank you for joining us again.
0: It's an honor to be with you.
1: And we're good to see you at the Mayor's Hanukkah party the other day as well.
0: It's, It's always a pleasure not only to be on your show, but also to see you in person.
1: So I just wanted to thank you because you, you're not afraid to speak out. You speak out for Israel, even though you've gotten a lot of flack for it, and you took Whoopi Goldberg to task. I just want to play for our audience what Whoopi Goldberg said, and I want to get to get to your reaction, to. Then let's be truthful about it because the Holocaust isn't about race. It's about man's inhumanity to man. After her original comments were made public, Whoopi Goldberg apologized for her remarks by saying this. I said that the Holocaust wasn't about race. And it was instead about man's inhumanity to man. But it is indeed about race because Hitler and the Nazis considered Jews to be an inferior race. Now, words matter and mine are no exception. I regret my comments, as I said, and I stand corrected. And then it seemed like everything was fine. Then she was in London the other week and she made remarks to the Times of of london and she made this comment where she basically said again that the holocaust was not about race and she said not for nothing there is no box on the census for the jewish race so that leads me to believe we were probably not a race she told the news outlet and then when a reporter asked her that nazis saw jews as a race the actor replied the oppressor is telling you what you are why are you believing them they're Nazis, why we were they saying. And she kept saying the Holocaust wasn't originally about race. She claimed it was easier for Nazis to spot black people for the physical differences because you cannot tell a Jew on the street. And then basically she said, you would have thought that i have taken a big old stinky dump on the table butt naked. She again apologized for saying, no, I didn't mean it. So I know you spoke out about it, but what are we to believe? It seems like it's very insincere. She makes remarks. She apologizes. She makes remarks again. Apologizes. We can go do this all, all, all day long long and all weeks long, but uh, I want to get your perspective. I know you've spoken out about it.
0: Well, first I want to state that it's heartbreaking for me, because I grew up admiring Whoopi Goldberg. I would watch her movies like Ghost and Sister Act and The Color Purple, and it's heartbreaking to see Whoopi Goldberg engage in Holocaust revisionism. Uh, She clearly knows nothing about the history of anti-Semitism. In the 1920s, uh, Hitler delivered speeches and wrote a book uh, racially demonizing Jews, uh, in the 1930s when he rose to power, he passed the Nuremberg laws, which racially discriminated against Jews. And so if Whoopi Goldberg were a student of history, she would know that there were decades and decades of racial demonization and discrimination against Jews that ultimately led to the Holocaust. The Holocaust is one of the most evil acts of racism in human history. And she needs to recognize the anti-Semitism is a form of racism. It is anti-Jewish racism. And as far as I'm concerned, the refusal to see anti-Semitism as a form of racism is itself anti-Semitic. The refusal to treat anti-Jewish racism with the same moral opprobrium that we would treat anti-Black racism is itself anti-Semitic.
1: No, I'm glad you're clarifying that, but for some reason, she's not the only one. She's very public, and we see Kanye West, and we see a whole bunch of others that are doubling down and making terribly anti-Semitic statements, and I'm not sure why all of a sudden it's becoming public and uh, people are becoming more emboldened to be anti-Semitic. But we're seeing not just in the case of these celebrities, but also in the case of individuals. This has been one of the worst years, if not the worst year, for anti-Semitic crimes in this country.
0: There's no question that we're living in an age of high-end anti-Semitism. We've seen an outbreak of anti-Semitism on college campuses, on social media, on the streets of New York City and elsewhere in the country. And my position from day one is that all of us, regardless of whether you're Jewish or not, we all have an obligation to fight anti-Semitism, no matter what form it takes and no matter what direction from which it comes. And I have been outspoken against anti-Semitism, whether it comes from the extreme left or the extreme right or somewhere in between.
1: And you've gotten flacked, by the way, because you are progressive, but you're also very pro-Israel. A lot of progressives are angry at you for being pro-Israel. In fact, they try to make sure you weren't going to win your election, but thank God you did win. But um, there, there is an anger against you, and I don't understand why people cannot have a point of view supporting and being pro-Semitic and against anti-Semitism, why that's something which should be punished at the polls, which they tried doing.
0: Yeah, One of the greatest myths of our time is the idea that there's a complete separation between anti-Zionism and anti-Semitism? Um, my view is that anti-Zionism is simply the latest mutation in the DNA of anti-Semitism. You know, you know, you cannot incite hatred for the largest Jewish community in the world, which is Israel, without trafficking in anti-Semitism. Um, uh, you know, I'll just share a personal story. the The other day, I. Sh- You know uh i had spoken to students at at sar uh yeshiva in in riverdale and i said to the students you know the 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 message of hanukkah is the freedom to be who you are you know wear your judaism proudly right i i conveyed a message about hanukkah and when i posted it on social media there was nothing there was so much anti-semitic commentary relating to israel i did not even bring up israel But every time I even bring up anything relating to Judaism or Hanukkah, there are these critics who see it as an opportunity to demonize me and Israel, which to me underscores the connection between anti-Zionism and anti-Semitism.
1: You couldn't have said it better because there really is no distinction. Those are anti-Zionist or anti-Semitic, and that's unfortunately the case. So let me ask you this, Congressman. How do we combat it because you see that and you're not Jewish and you see the hatred that comes out there when you say anything that supports Jews? Forget about Israel, just like you just said, Jews, being Jewish, we feel the anti-Semitism even more. What do you think we as a society, or maybe on a congressional level or governmental level, can do to combat it?
0: Look, frankly, more important than policy is culture. I think in order to ensure that we have a culture free from anti-Semitism, we all have to speak out and stand up Uh, whenever anti-Semitism rears its ugly head. You know, the moment I see an episode of anti-Semitism, I am quick to speak out forcefully against it, because I want to send a clear message that if there's anyone out there who traffics in anti-Semitism, you're going to have an enemy in me. I'm going to speak out forcefully against you. And if you have a critical mass of people who operate the same way that I do, I think it's going to make a difference in our overall culture.
1: Well, I, there, there was so one... I'm
0: hoping to lead by example.
1: No, you are. As you were talking, I was reminding of a story I about which part of the country there was an anti-Semitic around, incident around Hanukkah time. So everybody in the community that year, I believe, put a menorah in their window, even those that weren't Jewish. And the majority of the community was not Jewish to show the solidarity. And what you're saying is, if good people speak out and against anti-Semitism, then maybe we can make a change. It's culturally, but it's also what the kids are being told. And unfortunately, as you point out, it's on the extreme right and the extreme left. That's where they unite is in their anti-Semitism. And I'm particularly troubled when I see anti-Semitism, especially in the African-American community. We would expect that, considering the history of blacks and Jews working together, I was just just upset, many people upset, that the heightened anti-Semitism led by people like Kanye West or even Whoopi Goldberg, it emboldens people to say, hey, listen, if these celebrities say that they're against Jews, why should I be any different?
0: That's exactly right. And, you know, the Kanye, ep- Kanye West episode is instructive because the backlash against his anti-Semitism has been so overwhelming that it has eviscerated his career. I mean, he incinerated his career. Uh, there's nothing left. He's been relegated to the fringe of our society. Um, and, and, and I think it sends a powerful message that there are consequences. There will be accountability. To anyone who aids in abets anti-Semitism in any way.
1: Do you think Whoopi Goldberg should be suspended again this time around for making similar kind of remarks that you made the first time regarding Judy's not being a race?
0: I think people like me should condemn her. Um, you know, the, the question of whether we should suspend her—you know—I struggle with the debates around free speech, and but but there's no doubt in my mind that people like me should condemn her forcefully. Um, that if you're going to express ignorance on a topic relating to anti-Semitism, uh, you should be publicly denounced. Um, and I think it diminishes her as a public figure. Uh, I think she's not as respected as she once was.
1: But people may forget about it. I mean, she was suspended, came back. The mere f- fact that she can do it again say the same things and then okay i didn't really mean it i love jews i i apologize it has very little meaning the first time we can say maybe you didn't know the second time i just don't get it
0: i, I i'm i think it raises questions about the sincerity of the apology i mean if you keep doubling down on on your comments um then it leads me to think that the the apology you gave was not sincere in the first place um and that seems to be the case with respect to Whoopi Goldberg. In, in my opinion, she clearly knows nothing about the history of the Holocaust, the history of anti-Semitism. And she, she, she should avoid, if she's not willing to learn, then she should avoid speaking about the topic altogether.
1: Maybe she relishes the publicity. I don't know, because I just can't understand why she said it the first time and now why she said it the second time. But th- there has to be consequences. If all you do is get, okay, we don't like you. Look at Mel Gibson years ago. Uh, what he made these controversial movies and made anti-Semitic statements, and his father did, and after a few years, he's back in good graces. People forget about a time, I guess, heals these kinds of uh, anti-Semitic remarks, because within six months from now, Whoopi Goldberg will be back to she's top of her game right now, and I think she's going to continue to do so. And even Kanye West, you'd be surprised, a couple years, a year uh, or two down the road, he might be rehabilitated. Who knows?
0: I... I, I uh. I'm willing to bet that there's no road to recovery for Kanye West. Uh, In his case, I probably would probably agree, agree with you
1: more, but Whoopi Goldberg, I think it's yeah. not going to really have any major consequences.
0: Look, I think if she continues doubling down, it will have consequences. Um, uh, I think one of the long-term effects of the Kanye West episode is that it has made our society more aware of anti-Semitism than it was before. I feel like there's more anti-Semitism awareness, uh, than, than I've seen in a long
1: time. Congressman Richie Torres of the Bronx is our guest. I'd like you to discuss with us, I know that you've taken a strong stand condemning anti-Semitism, condemning anti-Israelism, you've been criticized for that. Can you share with our audience some of the criticism you had and how it affected you and uh, and how you dealt with it?
0: Look, I'm, a, I'm, I'm someone who was born and raised in the rough and tumble of public housing in the Bronx, so I'm I'm Bronx tough, I'm battle-scarred, you know, I worry about the effect it has not on me, but on my family. Um, So in June of 2021, when I came out in defense of Israel's right to defend itself from relentless rocket fire at the hands of Hamas, there were thousands of activists on Twitter who accused me of supporting apartheid, who who accused me of supporting genocide and ethnic cleansing. And my mother read those comments and it was deeply traumatic for her. Right. She's asking herself, why are thousands of people calling my son a supporter of ethnic cleansing and genocide and apartheid? Uh, and so it's, it's much more distressing for my family than it is for me. Um, you know, I, I know what I signed up for. Uh, this is the life that I've chosen. And I'm willing to do what I think is right, even if it means standing alone, even if it means facing ostracism and criticism. But it takes a toll on my mother, uh, who obviously cares for my well-being.
1: And what about you? Does it take any toll on you? Because nobody really likes to be condemned, to be cursed at, to be challenged, uh, you know, for just for a core belief. So how does, how do you deal with that? It's easier. I know you grew up with it, but does it take any toll on you?
0: It inevitably takes a toll on you. And, and, you know, I, I've had to face 10 years of demonization as an elected official. And I have gotten death threats. Um, I have been harassed because of my position on Israel, because of my position against anti-Semitism. Um, and as a rank and file member of Congress, I have no security. Um, but I've, I've come to accept it, but this is the life that I've chosen and I have to live with whatever consequences that come with it.
1: Congress, I want to tell you that we in the Jewish community are very appreciative of your stand. There, I don't know how many Jews are in your electoral district, but I know you're doing the right thing and you're speaking out, whether it's anti-Semitism for Whoopi Goldberg or whatever anti-Semitism exists, anti-Israel and anti-Zionist sentiments that unfortunately is part of public fabric these days. So thank you for your leadership. Thank you for being courageous and we appreciate uh, what you're doing. look forward to having you back again. It's always a pleasure. And Thank you, Congressman Richie Torres here on the TalkLine Network. One of the most important Jewish institutions in the world today is TalkLine with Zeb Rana. He is so smart and he is so innovative and he has so many interesting guests. I don't know what Yiddishkeit, I don't know what New York, I don't know what the world would do without Zev. So Zev, Yashikach, may you go from strength to strength and keep keep informing us and educating us and keep fighting for Jewish values. Thank you for tuning in to TalkLine with Zev Brenner, America's premier Jewish broadcast, the pulse beat of the Jewish community.
0: For continuous Jewish programs, Hawklinenetwork.com or our 24-hour-a-day listen line at 641-741-0389. For past shows, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, YouTube, Instagram, and all major podcast platforms, or jewishpodcast.org. Thanks for listening to the network.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.